Hi friends, I'm back. This is Harry Blaylock, and I realize you haven't heard from me on Food for Thought for about 13 years now. But I simply can't stay silent any longer as I watch our beautiful commonwealth being utterly destroyed by corruption, greed, and sheer stupidity on a level I've never seen before. This time, instead of being on the radio, I'll be doing Food for Thought on a podcast and eventually making it available in a written version on a blog, but one thing at a time. I had intended on waiting until my birthday in October to start my Food for Thought podcast, which would have been the 13-year anniversary since I stopped it. But recent events have prompted me to start up again immediately, thanks to Joanna Raymond, who usually tags me in stories on Facebook about the outrageous antics of our legislators. So even though I'm in Florida visiting my son, I can still keep up with what's going on over there. If there's one politician in the CNMI that I hold in high esteem and have always respected, it's Paul Manlonia from Rhoda. I have found his principles and integrity unparalleled and refreshing in an atmosphere of complete corruption and stupidity. I saw in the Marianas variety that the Senate is trying to give the governor unlimited reprogramming powers in the Senate version of House Bill 21-124, or the Appropriations and Budget Authority Act of 2020. According to Senator Manlonia, by passing this budget as is, we are effectively removing the checks and balances of our government. We may as well rename the legislative branch of the CNMI as the Department of Legislation, under the office of the governor. In other words, let's shut down the legislature right now. The Senate passed the version of the bill by a vote of 7-0, to zero, with Senator Francisco Borja absent, while Senator Manlonia walked out of the chamber before the roll call vote. The bill is ludicrous on so many levels, I barely know where to start. But let's start with the governor's latest use of reprogramming, shall we? You may recall that he reprogrammed $59,000 from Marianas Visitors Authority to bring the Deer Meat for Brains YouTuber out here for a vacation, for his family and the governor's family as well. This was right after MVA had to lay off two-thirds of their staff due to budget shortfalls. The first issue was that the governor and his wife met Deer Meat for Brains and his family at the airport, and let them avoid all quarantine procedures. Can he explain why he did that? Did he have the authority to do that when the government forces everyone else to go through quarantine? I'm not sure if that act in itself was illegal, but it was stupid and hypocritical if nothing else. Basically what that says to us is the quarantine measures that have imposed on the rest of us are complete BS. If it were really so important to protect the island from the COVID virus, then why would you break the rules for someone just because they have a lot of followers on YouTube. Does that make any sense on any level? I would think that anyone else who's been forced to do quarantine right now would have grounds to sue the governor. After all, you can't just pick and choose who you force to do the quarantine. Doing so is discrimination and depriving you of your freedom. And the last I checked, we're still under the U.S. Constitution. The governor, who I shall heretofore refer to as Governor Beetlenut for Brains, claimed that the reason he brought him out here was to help promote tourism to the northern islands and bring in high-end tourists who want to come out on hunting expeditions. But the $59,000 was just the tip of the iceberg. They took one of the luxury yachts that used to belong to Imperial Pacific, then had an escort of police boats and other boats and numerous government personnel. I would love to see a dollar figure for just how much this fiasco actually cost the people of the CNMI at a time when we don't have a dime to spare. And does Beetlenut for Brains honestly believe that this stupid little excursion will actually result in a single tourist coming out here? If he does, then he really does have Beetlenut for Brains. No high-end tourist is going to pay to come out here to go to a northern island full of flies and bugs 
just to shoot a cow. There's no infrastructure in the Northern Islands. High-end tourists are used to being pampered, and they like their fancy restaurants, spas, and first-class treatment. They won't find any of that in the Northern Islands. Sure, people may see the video and say, oh, that looks cool, but what will it do for us financially? That's the real question. The answer is nothing, nothing at all. They also took four sandbar deer and released them on Pagan with no permits, no environmental impact studies, and no permission from the various departments that should have been consulted about such a thing before it ever happened. As if all this wasn't bad enough, the governor took his family along with him on this trip, on your dime no less. So when most of you don't have a job, can't pay your utility bills, are struggling to put food on the table, Governor Beetlenut for Brains decides to waste even more of your money on a free vacation for his family. Not only does he not respect you or care about you at all, you're a joke to him. Rather than staying on Saipan and making sure that the Pua fiasco is being fixed, he takes off on a personal vacation on the taxpayer dime, calling it a marketing strategy. He's either completely delusional or a pathological liar, or maybe both. Then they took a side trip to Asuncion Island, which just happens to be a sanctuary island. That means you're not even allowed to step foot on it without proper permits from the various government agencies, and everything is protected, thus a sanctuary island. While they were there, they decided to poach a bunch of huge coconut crabs, an activity that's highly illegal, especially on Asuncion Island. Did Governor Beetlenut for Brains just think he could do whatever he wants because he's governor? Does he not think that laws apply to him? Does he just not care because he knows that none of the government employees would dare to challenge him for such things? Did he not worry because he knew the Attorney General would be too busy out playing golf to pay attention or care? Did he think that just because he's not in jail yet after the FBI raided his home and offices last year that he's untouchable? One definitely gets the impression that he feels that way. Unfortunately, it may be years before we see any prosecutions come out of the FBI raids. They take their time combing through all the evidence, and then there are the grand jury proceedings for his underlings, who have been complicit in many of his activities. It takes time to work through all those as well, as they're making deals with people in exchange for their testimony. I've heard from a close friend who happened to be at a Christmas party the governor was at last year, that he was bragging he had nothing to worry about. All the right people have been taken care of, and nothing will happen to him. Does he think he bought his way out of it? Does he really believe himself to be that powerful just because he's met with President Trump? I just hope they can find an orange suit big enough for him when his time comes. But getting back to where we started, is this really the type of person we want to give unlimited reprogramming authority to? Has he shown himself to be fiscally responsible and to truly have the people's best interest at heart? If anything, he's shown us just the opposite. He's broken the law by flying first class when government regulations forbid that. His wife and bodyguard have also flown first class along with him. Again, why isn't he being prosecuted for this? Any answers to that, Attorney General's office? You've been mysteriously quiet about all of his misdeeds. Are you there just to come up with some mumbo-jumbo legal loophole to let him get away with whatever he wants to? I thought you were there to uphold the law and to fight for truth and justice. Honestly, I haven't seen that out of you once. Is there no one who cares about the state of the CNMI? Is everybody just in it for themselves? The reason I bring all this up is that we have an election coming up. And if you re-elect any of the governor's cronies who have enabled all of this, then you are part of the problem. Don't be a fool. These people don't care about you at all. 
They have proven that over and over and over again, and yet because they give donations to your parties, free beer and barbecue, you keep giving them a free pass to rip us all off. When will enough be enough? What's it going to take? Do you realize what a joke the pandemic response in the CNMI has been? Ridiculous curfews have been enforced for no good reason. Public beaches and parks have been shut down, again, for no good reason. Businesses have been forced to close their doors for good, for no good reason. We have not had unchecked cases in the community. Almost every single case has come in on a plane. They were put into quarantine, tested, and then held until it was safe to release them. But since we haven't had cases in our community, all of the measures put into place were not only unneeded, but were ludicrous. The economic impact will be felt for generations. We have lost valuable partners and businesses that no longer want to put up with the stupidity that is the CNMI. This has been the straw that broke the camel's back for many. Do you know that school is in session in Florida, which is supposed to be one of the hot spots? And they're not doing distance learning. The children are actually back in the classrooms. And there have not been any outbreaks. In fact, just the opposite has happened. The virus seems to be dissipating, and there are no new waves or outbreaks. The governor in Florida has now removed all restrictions on businesses and is allowing them to operate at 100% capacity. Yet Saipan still hasn't figured out that their measures have been unneeded the entire time. They happily killed the economy for no reason whatsoever, and still haven't figured out what a mistake they made. Let your voice be heard at the ballot box this November. We have a lot of trash to get rid of. Please wake up and do it while it's still time. I'm Harry Blaylock, thanking you once again for joining me for the Food for Thought podcast.